This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Here's Nance losing it in the paint. Hardaway picks it up and he is off to the races and so is Josh Green who catches the alley-oop and finishes. Boy, they love Josh Green. That was the call last night on Bally. The Mavs hang on and survive the Pelicans without Zion at the AAC. Good morning, Metroplex. We got a full squad with Brian Broadus paying off his cowboy bet from the G-Bag Nation. Luca with a scary injury to the lower right leg with 7-12 remaining in the third quarter. He did not return. They were up 27 at that point. They're up four with a minute left. But Broadus, you wanted to highlight Josh Green and the job he did helping the Mavs get this W. No, absolutely. I, I think to me they they call Josh Green Mr. Electric and for reason. I oh, mean my he, new sponsor. Shout he, out. He, he is the one he is the one guy that you could see. Everybody else wants to play in slow motion, not Josh Green. And his ability down the stretch, I think, for the way he was able to play defense. It was it was a problem. They couldn't even get the ball in bounds one time. I mean, it was down the end, you know, having to use timeouts and you know, the game was really, really comfortable, but they, they needed they needed to make some stops. They needed to try and alter some shots, you know, trying to protect the rim a little bit better. And Josh Green was able to do that. How many games do you think the Mavericks have won in their past where the player the two players who play the most minutes in the game combined to go seven for thirty seven? Which is what Dinwiddie and Tim Hardaway Jr. did. How last many have they won? How many? How many times? Like, if that happens, there's you know no way you win those no, games. Not, not typically. Dinwiddie four for nineteen. Tim Hardaway three for eighteen. My word. That is a that is a mid nineties NBA box score where you could win that game because you're only score you're only allowing eighty seven points. <laughs> it's actually it's actually won. it's actually ticking me off that they're fourth in the West. Yes, I mean it's, it's actually like, irritating me. Yeah, because. It's an eight-eight league, Sean. You just cover. You're just covering up things, like it allows Cuban to just go on and justify and say Western Conference Finals, fourth in the West. Who would yeah. complain about that? Fire right? Mark Cuban. On paper, you would not complain about it. More on that in a second. <laughs> but Luca's now like the Michael Gallup of the Mavs. He's got a right now. He had a left, and now it's a right. They're zero and six in games missed by him this season. They have the Warriors. Tomorrow night, is this a shutdown injury to the All-Star break? Well, like Broad has said, I mean, they've got a, a, a pretty, you know, difficult schedule. Uh, they have that road trip. They go to Utah. Uh, they go to Golden State. They Play have a Sac- back-to-back in Sacramento. Sacramento. Sacramento's playing really well right yeah, now. Yeah, and they're there for Light a couple Brown. of days. Yeah. I can only imagine what kind of trouble you can get into in Sacramento in a couple of days. They're going to be hanging out in Tahoe or something like that. Who knows? But that's not the easiest road trip. Can you afford to sit them? What were you about to say? No, I just think that me, this was going to be, when I was looking at the stretch of those games and you, you get the, the Sacramento games, you got a Clippers game, Utah, they they just, you know, during the regular season hadn't played particularly well there. You know, they did have success in the playoffs. These were some important games that you kind of were going to figure out where you were in the West. 
You know, do you need to, what, you know, what can you really, really do with your roster? Can you convince somebody other than, hey, can you take these contracts? No. Can you do, I mean, that's the problem you run into. Most teams are looking at it as like, you know, you look at a team that, these teams that are able to have, they have two or three guys where they're able to move on from, and you're and you're sitting there just kind of like. It feels like you just got to trade for someone else's problem, whether yeah. it's Zach Levine or, I mean, what do you tell Luca? How much do you massage him to keep him calm and okay? Well, Christian Wood, they don't seem to love still. Well, see, that's the thing about it. I mean, you're talking about teams like the most active team when it talks about moving on from players is Toronto. You know, Toronto is like they're twelfth in the in the East. You know, they've got really, really good players, all-star type players. They just haven't put it all together this year. Let's and so now, Siakam out. Yeah, and here. now everybody's everybody's kind of like, well, let's see what Toronto's got. They're, I mean, they're the one team that look like they're interested in moving players and really good players. And are you in a, any kind of position to grab those players? No, you're not. And that's, that's the issue with the Mavs. Meanwhile, Giannis went for 50-plus for the third time in 11 games. Uh, we had Donovan Mitchell and the Grizzlies getting in, the, in a little brawl. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yep. Uh, real quick on Giannis, he's two away from tying Kareem for the most in a single season. Most 50? 50, most 50 point games. Kareem's got five. He has three. And, and his three, like you said, are in like a, a two-week stretch. And then LeBron is 63 points shy of passing Kareem for most all time after the Lakers came back and beat uh, brought us his Indiana Pacers, Pacers with his Rick Carlisle love. When's the last time you talked to Carlisle? You know what? Honestly, I think Rick has like, kicked me to the curb. <laughs> oh, no. Seriously. No, I, I he you left know, you on. Is it red? Yeah, left him on yeah. red. Left me on red. I, I, I was, uh, I think there was, I was right before the draft actually. And then I wished him good luck and I haven't heard from him all season long. I usually, it was always kind of back and forth with him, but he hasn't, uh, yeah, he's ghosted me now. Meanwhile, Thunder Lakers in L.A. apparently going for as high as 92,000 to see this record broken. Yeah. 92K. 92K. That that might be a record. Okay. It might be high. Might 90, be a little bit high. 92K and there's load management game. <laughs> LeBron, load management. Not going to play tonight. <laughs> DNP. No. Boy, could you imagine? <laughs> He'll play. Oh. Could, you, could, you, could you see that? Where, where does this record, this is probably a larger discussion, did New Where, Orleans in there somewhere? Is there a New Orleans at New Orleans that they have coming up? Where's this record of the all-time oh, all sports t- oh, marks? I thought you meant where he's going to oh, break no, it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Man, this is tough because here's the thing. Because you said you didn't care. I, I don't care. I mean, it's a great feat. I mean, I care about the feat. I care about that. But it's like, mm. I have no I, I know, right? I'm a very Rex Ryan thing. Only um, fans. <laughs> I, if you, you were f- to ask the general sports fan who the leading scorers in NBA history. I think a lot of people might say Wilt or Carl, you know, like they, they don't wouldn't go or dra- Michael or Michael, right? It's not a record that it's like, it just pops out. I, honestly, I'm more interested. Like I would buy a ticket. I would more have to buy a ticket to see someone get their 3000th hit because like I, I could put a, I could, I could quantify. It's like intangible to me, right? It's, it's, it's a very tangible number. I get it. I don't like, this is just, it's, it's another number. I don't know what the number is. It's the same with the rushing record. Nobody knows what Emmett, how many yards Emmett Smith has. Was it 18,000 something? See, something, something, something. I thought it was 16 <laughs> I, think, something. I think it's 18,335. But uh, why do you like have that. to know the number? Well, because we, we can it, rank the feats. Well, because that, I think that, it that's a very baseball-y approach. Well, uh, I mean, what's ba- the number? What's yeah. the number? Like, okay, you're the all-time leading rusher. I don't care about the yardage number. You're the all-time leading scorer. You threw the most touchdown passes. 
I don't care about the number. I'm not good with numbers anyway. You are better with numbers. I, in terms of, like, like I think scoring the most points in NBA history is a bigger feat in terms of like yeah. prestige than all-time rushing record. But the all-time rushing record in terms of which is more difficult to break, I don't think anybody's ever getting close to Emmett again. No, like that will never. No, right. I don't think I don't know that anybody's come within three thousand yards of that record. But I think in terms of home run record, 3,000 hits, I mean, all-time leading score is probably more impressive. Than the home run record? Um, mm, ah, Because right, scoring is every facet, all-in-one achievement. Home run record is power. The 3,000 hits is contact. contact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's different. Yeah, it, it's, you know, now if you get 3,000 hits and the home run record. Yeah. That, that's like combining into which, scoring. Yeah, which is what, you know, what Hank had that. He had 3,000 hits and the home run record. But, you know, to get the home run record, you got to average like 48 home runs a year for like 20 years in a row. Well, then what about like uh, most career triple doubles then or whatever, since that's an all-encompassing thing or... Is Joker averaging a triple double? I thought I heard driving in. Is Jokic averaging a triple double? Who's your number one uh, basketball player ever? Ever? Ever. Get this right. Pat, Pat Riley said it's still Kareem. Get it right, Brian. Oh no, Ooh. Kareem is Kareem is 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 a great one to have because I was going to ask you guys the question: Kareem playing in an era of not three point shooting, would he have been a guy? I mean, I mean, is it make oh, a difference? He played in the right era. He was sky hooked from three. Well, but that's saying he had an impossible shot to stop. You know, I, I'm a Jordan guy myself. Yes, okay. I'm an absolute Jordan guy. And myself. then, and probably Kareem would be my next guy. And then LeBron. Then LeBron, yeah. Probably yeah. so. I, you know, to me, like my love of basketball, like you guys are way, way younger than me. I used to watch basketball one game a week in CBS Sports. Like Brent Musburger did, like they did, and it usually had to involve the Celtics and the Lakers playing, and maybe uh, you know, Bob McAdoo and the Buffalo Braves maybe got on everyone. <laughs> but you know, no, Dr. J was another one I got to see. I love Julius Serving. George really, Mikan. George Mikan is yeah the old Minneapolis yep, Lakers. Yep, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Classes and all. <laughs> My bad. I fell for Craig Carton. I never never should have trusted this fool anyway. How he's on TV, I don't know. But <laughs> you he, sound you sound like uh what's his name? Levitard. Do you see Levitard's freak out yesterday? No. He was screaming. He found out Craig Carton had a show. This is the first he heard of it. <laughs> and he goes, This man was in prison. Yeah. What is he doing on TV? That just entertaining shows, people more I, than Dan Levitard. I'll tell you is. what Whoa. though. I'll tell you what though, that shows you though with Carton though, I mean people were lining up to get him once he got out. Yeah. 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 If Dan Levitar were half as entertaining as Craig Carton, he'd be well, a force. What about with Dan Levitar with his deal with his dad? What or was that that one his dad? That was right? the worst show on TV ever of all time. I hated that show. But was it was it his like it was yeah. it, was it his real dad or was it a make believe dad? Some people said it was a make believe dad. I think it was I his real it, dad. Anyway, let me get to this because I screwed up. Craig Carton <laughs> tweeted a Philadelphia Inquirer report that Howie Roseman may not want to re-sign Jalen Hurts. Bobby said no, he just retweeted it from last offseason. So, my bad on that. While we're speaking about the Eagles, though, this was recent. Uh, how about this New York Giants player, Julian Love? I'm getting his jersey because <laughs> he went on the NFL Network and was asked about the Eagles and Nick Sirianni's theatrics. You know, he's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom, offense, defense. You see this stuff, though? Like, what's your reaction as a player? And that guy's doing that. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I mean, he's, he's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team and they can succeed. <laughs> that's, 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 that's how. Now, look, I love that he said it. 
I hate Sirianni. Unfair comment. Unfair comment. What? No, that dude talks so much ass. It doesn't matter. He's done a tremendous coaching job. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I- don't roll your eyes because you put the hate on Jalen Hurts. So you Why can't you have punch? it both ways. I'm going to use a Bobby Belt term. You can't have it both ways. You can't say Jalen Hurts is overrated and blah, 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 and then not give Sirianni credit. We are ready, including me, to kick Hurts out of Philly. He's not a legit starter. And then he could win the MVP. Howie and, thinks the same thing. What? Howie thinks he's not a legitimate starter. Really? Howie are you making fun of me? I, I just know. said I just said I messed up. So are you making fun of me again or are you reporting something? <laughs> Screw you. See, he has to become a troll. I, I, I rubbed off on him. Good job, Brad. Screw there you. Yeah. I, I just love, made fun of myself. I love admitted this, it. I love what this guy said. Let me go to the cut sheet and, and get his name. Oh, yeah, Julian Love. I like the name yeah. Julian. I support that. Uh, he basically backed everybody into a corner. Either Nick Sirianni is an elite coach or coaches don't matter. That's exactly what he said there. You can't have it both ways. If you don't think he's elite, then coaches don't matter. And if it's one of the two. It's one of the two. Because Sean's right. You can't I, hate on Jalen Hurts. No, 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 no. And then say Nick Sirianni is not an elite How coach. How do you discredit the job that Sirianni did? Yes, I, he has a good roster. I, I think he's an okay coach, and I think Hurts is an okay quarterback. And then they've got a really great team. But what are you basing he's an okay coach off of? I think he's hired really good assistants. I think, yeah. Like you look I at, think you look at his assistants. But isn't his, that the mark of a great no, no, I mean, CEO? No, no, no. The, yes. No. No, but not uh, in terms of not like if you're just picking people, what is he doing? You're the Again, one that, picking this, them. That's this the speaks, that's the, this that's speaks the to Julian Love's point, though. Like he's literally, OK, you've got assistants that are doing this and you've got a great team. And then you're sitting up here like jumping on benches and screaming at he's, the indie crowd. You need to take that out of it. Yeah, I can't. You need to remove it. I can't. He, if, I'm sorry. If he I can't. picked the assistants, <laughs> you need to remove it. he gets credit for that. No, he should get he should get credit for the assistants. He absolutely should. The thing about him is what he's done is maybe he's gone a little bit out of his – maybe he's not this guy that, that is uh, is who he is right now. I think he's really embraced and bought into the Philly fan mentality. Yeah, douchebag. And, and, yeah, yeah. and that's so I think – it. I think – because I told the same thing. I said this yesterday on my show. I told the same thing to Sean Payton. I said, listen, when you're down there in New Orleans, embrace all the festivals. Go to all the yep. – drink all the beer. Pat people on the back. Yep. You know, they'll love you. Find a way to be one of them. And I think that's what Nick Sirianni's done a really good job of. You know, he's like, listen, I wasn't born here, yep. but I'm one of you. I'm wearing Flyers jerseys, Phillies jerseys, whatever I'm having to do. Was he born down the street though? And that's and that's <laughs> where I think that's where he's kind of like the the he's probably a really good coach, but we hate him more because he's embraced the Philly fan mentality. Absolutely. Headlines here on a Football Friday. Sean RJ, Bobby Bell, and Brian brought us. Did RJ commit a Texas food sin last night? Wait till you see this breakout on the truckwreck.com fan text. A Texas food sin committed by RJ. And our final Brooks is done ticket giveaway of the week for being a Tolo after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, our final Brooks and Dunn ticket giveaway. Is that, do I see the sun reflecting there in the window? Look at that. Oh, wow, that's a pretty, it's, that's a pretty sunrise right there. That is a very pretty sunrise. If my camera wasn't broke, I would take a picture of it. What time do you normally get up, Brian Broaddus? Uh, early enough to kind of do some work. I, I catch you guys on the way to the star mainly like your seven twenty five. So I kind of, kind of roll up, uh, you know, it depends on how much I've been you know, watching a lot of tape at night. So that's kind of kept me till like one in the morning. So I've been sleeping in a little bit more. How many prospects in are you? About 110. 110. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get to 190, probably more. Really appreciate Bobby's got a great connection for stuff for us to kind of watch. Yeah, hey, so uh, somebody just asked me if I wanted to trade Kansas State film for Coastal Carolina offense. Should I just hold out on that? Coastal Carolina doesn't seem like a good swap. No, go ahead because they play opponents and stuff. Okay, like that. I'll look. I'll look at the schedule. See if there's any. Yeah. They got a good quarterback too. Yeah. All right. So Maryland film in the commercial break. Uh, RJ <laughs> disappeared for a while. We all knew where he was going, and he walked back in and said, "Whoo, barely made it." And that led us, of course, to what you ate for dinner last night. And that broke out into a classic Texas food argument. Yeah, so after I talk, before I talk about food, I'll just say it was, it was, it was a bathroom break. And it, I almost gave up. I, I almost had to hop in the shower. It was a bad one. Okay, <laughs> it was very, very messy. Very messy. Um, so I came back in and I told you what I had. It was straight chili. Okay, I had chili last night. Nice. Now, I love a good bowl of chili. Uh, I don't know. You what we, guys, you guys made it. We did. Yep. Uh, and I don't know what we called it though, because it had beans in it, and beans is not going chili. It so we certainly could, does. We could call it call it something else, but we had beans. Sarah likes beans. Uh, we we well, we actually wanted like more proats, protein. We wanted as much protein as possible. Oh, um, she doesn't like onions. Uh, she doesn't like cilantro. She doesn't like tomatoes. So mm. we we want we had to have stuff. That's a so tub. why would she like chili then? Yeah. Does she like chili? Because that's you named every ingredient that's. I don't know about cilantro. Yeah, I would not put cilantro. Tomato yeah. and well, onion. Cilantro gives a little peppery flavor to yeah. it. So, you know, we you know we made some amendments and and you know she wasn't going to put in uh, you know I, I wasn't going to have my onions. Okay. Uh, we wa- so we wanted to add stuff to it because it wouldn't be as filling. Tofu. Huh. Tofu. tofu. What is tofu, by the way? Soybean is it? Yeah, it's a it's it's a very tasteless. You can you can doll it up, but yeah, it, yeah it's very tasteless kind of a. But it's a protein that's that people use instead of real protein. So bad. it's a pro. It's a pro. Okay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you we had tofu, huh? Okay. My my nephew went to the store. We're like, all right, let's just pick up some beans. I'll put we'll put beans in the chili. I'll 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 deal with that. I need I need a lot more in this chili. Okay. So she because she wanted beans in the chili. I was like, okay, fine. 
but I had to do two types of types of beans, black and pinto. That to cancel each other out. Mm. <laughs> I, I figure if you have one bean, you got beans. If you have two kinds of beans that cancel each other out, because I'm a very OCD, it's got to be an even number. Everything has to be on even numbers for me. I have never once let's watch the TV on an odd number volume. God. I don't do that. I hate Ooh, people. I like love that. that. My brothers like I that. I like that. You like that? I I, I, I mean, I will watch it on non number, but I do I do respect that level of OCD because I'm like that on some things. The temperature so in the house, psychos. The temperature yeah. in the house is always on an even number, except for what temperature? Sixty nine. That's right, baby. Nice. That's the only time it's not on an even number. <laughs> That's why you had two kids. That's why yeah. I had two kids. That's why you had uh, two relationships. Very good. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the only thing that's on. Is that really the reason? I might be in the same place. <laughs> He's like, I, I know I'm getting. He told her, like, I believe in even numbers. We're getting divorced. I, I say I do now, but I got to have I gotta have two. And the house I picked. Okay? Second house. It's, well, it, no, uh, third. Don't tell me it's the address had something to do with this. Too. The address has five odd numbers. Oh, jeez. Okay. But the whole number itself is also odd. That makes six. Evens everything out. So you don't believe. That chili should have beans. You had two types of beans in it. Black beans and pinto beans. And well, what, what yeah. was the meat? It was ground beef. Ground beef. It was ground okay. beef. Uh, we were looking for, you know, we were looking for ground, you know, we could have had, we wanted leaner beef. This was like 80%, yeah. we wanted like 93. Uh, but, but no, like. But it's the grease that makes the chili. But what liquid yeah. if you did go, you? If you did, go lean, it, it you don't get the grease How did you have liquid, like, without any, like, tomato? Yeah, that's we what did. I'm we, put, we, put, we did oh. put diced tomatoes in okay. it. Oh, and did. we did do tomato sauce. Right, okay. so she gave, she gave a little bit. Okay. I gave a little bit. All right, this sounds like an Italian this, dish. This sounds <laughs> like if you're gonna. And then put, we had that seasoning pack. Just roll, right? just roll the meat together. And you got meatballs. How did you How did you put two different types of beans in there, and you didn't even put the right one in? Because kidney beans. Put, now, yeah, honestly. The, the store is picked clean, man. My nephew got him. He didn't really know he's doing. He's run like, on he's kidney his, beans. He's in his mid twenties. He just kind of goes in there and just. He gets pre-made stuff. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't really know what's he going was, on. He was still too focused on the racket here at 11 a.m. the and, other day. And yeah. you actually will <laughs> you will actually eat chili? Yes, I love chili. Oh, but you believe it has beans. Yes. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely, beans absolutely belong there. It's the same argument with this dumb, and this one is likely to get me more canceled than even the beans take, and I don't care. Barbecue is made better with barbecue sauce. I don't care. Like, like if it's good, it's better with sauce. Like, I understand it can be good without it, but it's made better with sauce. So put sauce on it. Don't just be like, well, you know, the dumb line that I always get from the amateur smokers, just like the amateur golfers, is like, like Gavin Dawson. If, if, if you uh, if if you need sauce to to taste the barbecue, I haven't done it correctly. <laughs> Shut up. Just like, well, some people put believe sauce you're on it. Some people believe you're masking. The dryness of, say, you're doing a brisket and it turns out dry. And I, I and the, the one of the great things about following Sean when it comes to food items, Sean is not afraid to call you out for your mess ups. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's not afraid to say, "Bro, that looks like what is that a doorstop?" Right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now you have Sonny Brian in your lineage. I do. That's my mom's brother. So yeah, barbecue wow. for eighty years. Okay, so where do you stand on these two issues? I don't. Because you gave me my first ever brisket advice, and I was trying to bake it in the oven in my apartment. You yeah. called me, and you're like, "You got twelve more hours to go," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. So. The beans chili no. and the sauce barbecue. Yeah, I to me, I'm I'm all about if you just give me salt, pepper, and smoke, that's me on a brisket. Okay. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. I, I don't feel like you have to put barbecue sauce on anything. Okay. Myself, if you just got the right combinations. 
I'm, I'm a big fan of red beans and rice. So I get my beans in that form of like a Louisiana dish. Yeah. I don't do a beans with my chili. I do love a Cuban dish of black beans and rice. Okay, so With that, lime is really, really good. That was really my good. follow-up. Are the people who are anti-beans and chili just anti-bean? Or do you all, truckwreck.com, text sign, like beans and like it in other forms? Well, you just don't think it should be in chili. I just don't think it should be in chili. But then again, too, I'm just I try and do more than ground beef. I like you know you mm-hmm. get your butcher to do you know take sirloin steaks and stuff like that and grind them up for you. Use yeah. chili meat. Use a little thicker meat to it instead of the ground beef. But I feel like that if you go a lighter, if say people make turkey chili, Ugh. turkey chili has no grease in it. Yeah. So you don't yeah. get the the grease is really what makes a good chili. Oh, yeah. Also Fritos, onions, and cheese make a really 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 saltines good saltines over Fritos. Saltines. I'm saltines Fritos, over Fritos. Fritos, you can Fritos crunch, are great. Fritos, you can crunch them up, and they've got that they've got that saltiness to them. And then you guys were screaming like jelly and mushrooms at each other. So that was so Dave Smoke, uh, who, who <laughs> sounds like safe words, has used to go out to uh, every time we went to Down Cowboys training Texas, camp. Right? He's a, he's the ba- king of Baylor. King, king of, of Baylor. Baylor now right? he is. Yeah, he's, he was in East Texas for for years at yeah. Tyler. Uh, and he came here for a little bit, and then he went to Waco. Him, him and Nick Eatman, the king, Kings of right, Waco. Absolutely. King of Waco. So he would drive <laughs> his smoker out to Oxnard every year, as Jerry would call it. And he would cook one one day out of, out of the month that we were there, he would cook his chili. And he, he like, had mushrooms in it, yeah. those little baby mushrooms, the whole yeah. ones. Yeah. Uh, he would, he would you know, basically cook it with grape jelly. It's fantastic. I, I loved it. Good. I thought it was very good. Okay. So, I mean, maybe some, not everybody did, but that's the thing about food. Food is, food's a gamble, and it's, it's very. I can't taste what you're tasting. Right. But I liked. It. I thought it was good. Um. So I would. I would totally. The get grape jelly is a nice touch. I would go without the mushrooms myself. I think mushrooms are really mushrooms to me are really good and steak with a bernet sauce and stuff like that. If you put them like in a, you know, you put it over. I know, you know, you're into the high end kind of. But if, <laughs> if they always ask you, do you order mushrooms with your steak? Uh, sure. Well, on the side. Yeah. See, we, we had a, a top 10 yesterday was side dishes, best side dishes. Like, For but, but what? It was, but it or was fast in- food. It was a fast food. So I was thinking, to me, give me the mushrooms on the side and the sauce that I could put on my steak as like a good side compliment to the, the meal. But this was fast food. This was like tater tots, onion rings, and things like that. I will not eat mushrooms. They're disgusting. Uh, in fact, Sean was giving me crap at uh, Nick and Sam's because I didn't want to eat God, the truffles. I, I can't believe I Oh, my gosh. Like the little shredded truffles Why, I ate you, around what? them. I ate around them. What? I made it's like a eat delicacy. His, I made him eat his first shrimp in Frisco. And I almost threw up. I was like, you, you didn't He hates things up. that come out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, if it comes out of the water, I don't, I don't eat it. I mean, mushrooms don't taste like anything. It's Unless like it's, yeah. it's, it's like a structure thing. It's it's you like could a actually make texture thing. if you do mushrooms the right way. I've had a mushroom burger before at uh-huh. a portobello mushroom. Yeah, and it's a great. You talk about protein. It's a great protein it is. to work they're, that they're way. Yeah, a pro. Right. I uh, I was I had a mustard craving and I decided to dip mushrooms in mustard one time. Oh, oh it's fantastic. The grainy, grainy oh. mustard or just the yellow? Just the French is yellow. I said I had a, I had a massive. It must have been a vinegar craving. I have no idea. I had a massive craving for mustard. And I was like, I can't find anything to dip. Let's go with the mushrooms. So was the chili good? It was very good. Yeah, it was very good. We got this like uh, this kind of taco cheese. It was taco blend cheese. It had taco seasoning four, already four in Mexican it. Mexican cheese? No, but it was, it was that kind of cheese, but it had like a taco seasoning already oh, in it. Oh, wow. It was oh. very good. Did you make any type of stew or anything during this freeze or anything no, in the No, I did. Pot? You know what I'm trying to do? I was going to uh, make uh, chicken and dumplings. 
Because it's something you do. RJ yeah. made that too. Okay, chicken, well, I didn't. She did. Chicken and dumplings. So, <laughs> but I was going to make the the dumplings out of out of uh, the uh, red lobster cheddar biscuits. Oh. So I was going to use that mix that they have, and then use that make it. But I, I love chicken pot pie is another one I want to try. That's one I'd like to try. Yes. If the weather, we still got the month of February. It's one of the coldest months we have. I, I will come up with it, but I've got to. I've got to get ready for my gumbos and stuff like oh, that. I yeah. got coming up as well. Have you tried chicken pot pie soup? Have not. One of my favorite soups is tortilla soup, but I had that today. But never the chicken pot pie one. Not All yet. right. Yesterday, the like chicken noodle soup is what it sounds like with crust. A little bit, just the thicker with crust. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the players spoke on who had the best seasons in the league, Bobby. Yeah. Or wait, we, did Choppy, you have the list? Which one of you have the list? We all got it. Cho- Choppy picked it up. I mean, we've got it in our email, but Choppy is the one who pulled it up during the break. But yeah, the uh, the players did. They uh, This was actually, so this was their all-pro team that they voted on, what, I think we talked about it like last week where we named who the number one were. But yesterday, they released the lists to show you, hey, these are who finished in the top five at each position. Brian, how many Cowboys do you think ended up top five at their position? Six. Sean, you know the answer? Yeah, I read your email. Shop, you know the answer? Yeah. It's three. Oh, is that it? Three. Wow. None of, and, and the only one who's number one is Zach Martin. Zach Martin. At right guard. But three. Well, I, let's go through the list and let's see if that's fair or not. Okay. All right. Wh- which positions do you want to go through first? Just to start with quarterback and go down? Yes. All right, quarterbacks. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number yeah. two, Josh Allen. And this is just for this year? I, yeah, I think it's voted on for the season they had. Okay. Yeah. Is, is what it would be. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Josh Allen. Number three, Jalen Hurts. Better be for this year. Uh, number four, Joe Burrow. If this is for this year, though, this is also really stupid. Number five, they put him in the wrong category, Lamar Jackson. Huh. Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Players love him. This is why players players love him. Players players don't watch the games enough. They they, they can't follow it, right? They're they're so insulated Player, with the well, wrong Players team. will tell you. Like, like I've, I've talked to players in the locker room. They will tell you, like, I, like, I genuinely don't have a clue about guys from they season watch, to season unless we're playing them. They're playing them. That's when they get the tape if they're playing them. Where do you stand on Lamar? I tell you what, though. I, I feel like, to me, that there's there's just so much there that you can work with. But the problem now has become the health. I mean, I really, I mean, but is, are we going to start to see now where these quarterbacks that do have the ability to run, to scramble, to move, are we going to not, you're not going to want to pay them because... You can go and get another one. There's another one in college football. There's yeah. another guy. So are you going to give a guy $40 million when you can maybe get another one just like him and or similar to that type of style for less? Does, I, I, I worry about he, that. Does man. he catch too much heat as a thrower? I think he's gotten better. I know in college when I watched him play in Louisville, there were some passes that he threw down the field. I felt like that he was really kind of pushing the ball instead of throwing the ball. You know, Greg Roman worked with him. I felt like they got a little bit better throwing the ball. Throwing the ball on the move, I think, is his real, real strength. But if I told you he can't run, right? You, I would. I no. I, I think you would. I think you would not pay him forty million dollars. No. Okay. So that's our number one challenge: is Lamar at five from the from the players list. Wide receivers: number one, Justin Jefferson, no disagreement. Number two, Devontae Adams. Number three, Stephon Diggs. Number four, Tyreek Hill. Number five, AJ Brown. AJ might be a little mm-hmm. high. Might be a little high. Good year. AJ had a really good year. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to go crazy over anything there. All right. Was Jamar in that? No. Man, Jamar gets left off some of these lists for some reason. (sighs) I wonder why. Like, what? Do players not like him? I don't know. Is he rubbing Mm -hmm. the wrong way? 
I don't know, man. To like, me, I'm taking Jamar Chase over AJ Brown. I, I kind of that's where I was thinking too. I mean, to me, and and I have to be careful because he's an LSU kid. Hmm. You know, I you know my love for those for him. And I mean, was Cooper Cup on there? No, injured, but again, this yeah. is this is yeah. He was yeah, injured, injured and lot, like yeah. even even Chase, what Chase missed? Didn't he miss a game or two with a hip? Yeah. So he missed time with a hip. So his season doesn't look as impressive. He finished with a thousand yards. Well, Lamar missed a lot more than that. I know the Lamar thing doesn't make sense. The they the, love Lamar. They just yeah. players love Lamar because they love what how he plays. Well, yeah, the NFLPA too. Remember, this is an NFLPA involved list, and the NFLPA is fighting like hell to make sure Lamar Jackson gets, gets paid, paid. because they want to make question. sure that raises everybody else. All right. And so that's going to be part of it. Uh, running backs, number one, Josh Jacobs. Number two, Whoa, Nick- whoa, whoa, whoa. Josh Jacobs won. Josh he Jacobs. did have a phenomenal yeah, year. Yeah, he was great. It was great this year. Uh, Still. Number one, Josh Jacobs. Number two, Nick Chubb. Number three, mm. Tony Pollard. Ooh, yeah. cha-ching! Number four, Christian McCaffrey. Number five, Saquon Barkley, no Derrick Henry. Mm. Who finished second in the NFL in rushing this year? Disrespectful. Very disrespectful. <laughs> Did he? And no Jonathan they, Taylor. They, they lost, no they lost, Austin Eckler. They lost seven straight games, though, Tennessee at the end. They were they were running. Remember that they, they won at Green Bay right after Dallas played there on a Thursday night. And next thing you know, they're 7-3, and three, and then they didn't win another game. No Dalvin. No Dalvin Cook. All right, Brian. Wow. I was, I was just looking at Derrick Henry stuff. Yeah, they they missed on Derrick Henry. That was a bad one. That's disrespectful. So he averaged four point four yards a carry this year, which is below his career average. But it it's still yeah. like I don't know. Not I mean obviously he was not in the fives like he was a couple of years ago, but it was still higher than last year. I mean there, there's no argument to have Saquon Barkley above Derrick Henry. Agree. Although so, Saquon did have a good year. He did. I mean, it was the same, though. It was 4.4 yards per carry, but Henry had more yards and had more touchdowns. and New flavor of the month thing. I mean, that's why Josh Jacobs is one. Do you do you want to rank the fullbacks, or do you want me to skip them? Skip. They don't matter to you. Okay. All right. Kyle Juszczyk was number actually, one. Actually, let's do the name the fullbacks, and Choppy and I will see if we can name what team they're even <laughs> on. Kyle Juszczyk. Niners. Niners. Jean-Luc Patrick Ricard. Uh, Arizona? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say their team. <laughs> you don't know? No. Who's he play for? I, I, I used to play for Baltimore, didn't he? he Let's is. go with Baltimore. He's Baltimore. Yeah. Wow. I knew. I knew it was ball. I think it was. I, th- I right. thought he might have moved. Alec Engold. Alec Engold. No uh, clue. Buffalo. Uh, Miami. Uh, Jacob Johnson. Jacob Buffalo with a K. <laughs> just, just keep saying. Uh, no, Jacob Johnson is the Patriots. Okay. So. F- all four of us don't know any of the fullbacks besides Yuschek. I, I, I will say this, though. I think in this year's draft for the Cowboys, and I, I haven't studied a fullback forever. If you say fullback, I'm going to stab you. No, no. I'm going to have to study fullbacks because I feel like that you look at what Mike McCarthy's offense has done with the John Coons and guys like that before. I think you're going to, I think he's going to try and play with a fullback. I really do. Uh, and then the last one is Keith Smith. Buffalo. Uh, Atlanta, former Cowboy. Great. Uh, Keith Smith. Tight ends. Number one, George Kittle. No, it's Travis Kelsey. Yes. Uh, number two. <laughs> one of your, one By of the way, <laughs> did you see Travis Kelsey, what he was wearing in the podcast yesterday? Or no. two days? I saw a Cincinnati hat. A Cincinnati hat. Yeah. But uh, it was the Bearcats. Like, it was, yeah. it was, it was a school. Bearcats. Right, but, like, he was going he, after yeah, the yeah, mayor, yeah, yeah. so he had to, like, re-represent the yeah. city. Yeah. So he keeps his fans there. Number two, George Kittle. Number three, Mark Andrews. Number four, TJ Hawkinson. Hmm. Number five, Evan Ingram. What a nice trade for Minnesota, by the way. To yeah. Get Hawkinson yeah. from Detroit. Evan, Evan Ingram shouldn't be that high. 
did Detroit sell too early on him? Like they were, what, they were one think, at six. In they the division. Really, I think they did. They were, they were not, they were not going. The thing now, who did you not like with Ingram? Ingram reinvented himself. Doug Peterson figured out how to use him down in Jacksonville. I can't tell you how many times Cowboys play Giants. I'm like, you got to watch Ingram. Got to watch Ingram. And he never played well. Doug figured out how to use him down there. So this is from the players naming their top five yesterday here on the fan. Yes, uh, left tackles. Number one, Trent Williams, Sean's favorite player in the NFL. I like him, but I just had to hate him for that game. I respect his nasty. Well, he's no, but really he, good. after him, him slamming somebody in the NFC, he's just he's people gave him props level. for that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, number two, Laramie Tunsil. Number three, Andrew Thomas. Number four, Jordan Mailata. Giants. Boy, did Eagles. Andrew Thomas have like a career? Like yeah. he, was he was great. Bad yeah. at the yeah. beginning. He was, he was great this year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number four, Jordan Mailata tied at number four with uh, Teron Armstead. So Mailata and Thomas both in your uh, division. Division, here. yeah. And it, Armstead goes to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. From New Orleans. Yep. Yep. People are like, eh, is he still the same? Yeah, he's 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 a good player. Top five right tackles. Number one, Lane Johnson. I think I hate Malata too. Is he the, the Australian accent? Yeah, yeah he's, he's the one. He I'm, does all I'm, the talking. I'm focused over on there. the Bears, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number one. Number this is who? Uh, this right, is right, tackles. right tackles. Okay. Lane Johnson, number one. Gosh. Eagles. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, number two. Number three, Panay Sewell. Good for him. Yeah, if he would have slid to the Cowboys, I think they might have taken him over Mike Parsons. Uh, Tied for fourth, uh, Ryan Ramchek and Brian O'Neill. Who's Brian O'Neill play for? Vikings. Vikings. Good right. Is Ramchek still in New Orleans? Yes. Uh, is he? Didn't he? Wasn't he one of the ones that left him free agency? Maybe not. I don't know. I thought he, um, I thought he was there. I Cowboys insider Bobby Bell. Uh, yeah, Cowboys, not Saints insider. See any uh, Saints film this year? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, centers. Number one, Jason Kelsey. This is just the Eagles offensive line, basically. Wow. Uh, number one, Jason Kelsey. Number two, Frank Ragnow. Number three, Corey Lindsley. I was wrong about Ragnow. Number four, Creed Humphrey. Number five, Mitch Morse. All right, defense. Uh, you don't want me to give you the guards real fast? Sure. Left guards, Joel uh, Batonio. Number two, Joe Thune. Number three, Quentin Nelson. Wow, that's a drop. Oh, a drop. Number four, Landon Dickerson. Number five, Elton Jenkins. Right guards, number one, Zach Martin. Number mm. two, Chris Lindstrom. Number three, Brandon Sheriff. Number f- tied at four, Wyatt Teller and Trey Smith. So defense, uh, edge rushers. Number one, Nick Bosa. Number two, Miles Garrett. Number three, Max Crosby. Ooh. So Micah was not even, when they named two of them, Micah wasn't even in the top there. Number four, Micah Parsons. Number five, Matthew Judon. All and right, he, Micah versus Crosby. Is that is that wrong? That's wrong. No, I don't think so. You think Max Crosby's better? a stud. He's Crosby, a stud, but Crosby play, I think Crosby plays the run better. Oh, the thing about it is though, they play two different positions to me. He plays a legitimate end. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I said. Yeah, to me, it's it's two different guys. But one one is a, an ex, both of them are exceptional pass rushers, but one can like also cover, which I don't think Crosby yeah, can do. If you were to put if you were to change the category from like edge rushers to just defensive players. Right, we're, mm. we're, Micah might be higher than that. M- might, yeah, because he could do it. He could, there's, I mean, he could do. I don't know. I think I think Crosby's really. I think people. The Raiders have been bad. A lot of people don't watch the Raiders. I don't think people realize how good Crosby is. Crosby's, Crosby, no, no, Crosby's, Crosby's really good every game. Crosby, how, how many sacks did Micah have this year? Uh, ask Zach Wolchuk's face. Uh, it was uh, thirteen and a half, right? And a half. Crosby yeah. had twelve and a half. Yeah, so I'm think, gonna I'm gonna agree. Micah should have been over Crosby. 
Well, you know, you're y'all. I'm not asking uh, you. I'm just telling you, so you don't need to give I'm me back your opinion. Those uh, tackles, <laughs> Dexter Lawrence, number one. Man, did he blow up this year Great with popularity, job. recognition? Yeah. Seven your, and a half sacks, I believe. In your division too. Number two, Kenny Clark. Number three, Vita Vea. Number four, DJ Jones. Number five, Al Woods. Top five interior defensive linemen, so not nose tackles, more like three techs. Uh, number one, Chris will Jones. The Cow- will the Cowboys ever draft a Vita Vea type? Not not as long as Rod Marinelli was here. If it's the sixth round, they will. Yeah. Quentin Bohanna. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's they'll do that. But okay. uh, number one, Chris Jones. Number two, Aaron Donald. Man, Chris Jones. Num- number three, Quentin Williams. Number four, Jonathan Allen. Number five, Jeffrey Simmons. Tied at five, Jeffrey Simmons and Javon Hargrave. A lot of high draft picks there. See, I'd say Quentin, Quentin Williams, though, was a guy that was on the trading block. Yeah, yeah he was very you, close you to bust ha- status. You yeah. ha- you can ha- I know we talked about him a bunch. Maybe coming to the Cowboys for uh, actually for Michael Gallup. How have these like Bama, tra- guy, Bama guys worked out in D.C.? Oh no, no, you can't trade Michael Gallup. Dave Hellman, no, no, Newey Scruggs, he's untouchable. No one can trade. Well, that's Michael that's Gallup. that was he's the you, best. That, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Michael Gallup for Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. All right, off ball linebackers. Number one, Fred Warner, easy. Number two, Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith's overrated. I don't care what it like. I mean, he's Man. he's a, he's a good paid, player. Right? The Ravens defense got so much better when he the Ravens got in the defense lineup. got so much better because Kyle Hamilton started playing like a madman as a rookie. Kyle Hamilton was going to, you know, that, the thing about it is Kyle Hamilton was a good player, but they needed somebody to play the run and be able to kind of be, play in the middle well, and he did a great job. I, I think I think Roquan's a good player. They I, don't, were struggling. I, I don't I don't think Roquan's better than the three guys behind him: Bobby Wagner, Demario Davis, and then uh, Matt Milano. Bobby Wagner had a good year. Yes, Bobby Wagner had a great year. Cowboy possibility. Yep, and he was talking trash, I think, on Twitter. Not to the Cowboys specifically, but just in general, like, oh, you guys thought I was done. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, he was great. He he was. He was. But again, like, how impactful is he? DeMarcus Ware said if he could add anyone yesterday to us, he would add a nasty middle linebacker. Cornerbacks. Oh, Let's get to a G-bag topic I've been sitting on, waiting for you So should I run through the safeties first? Yeah. So that then we can, okay, free safeties, Minka Fitzpatrick, Kevin Byard, Quandre Diggs, Jesse Bates, Javon Holland, and then strong safeties, Derwin James, Buda Baker, Jordan Poyer, whose wife would love to be a cowboy. Yes, uh, we would love her too. Hufunga, and then Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Hufunga, you talk to guys around the league, USC, when he mm. came out, how stiff he couldn't move, couldn't run, couldn't cover, and all that. Cowboys took absolutely no advantage of him in that in the, in that game. Those, that's, that's how people say attack him. Those are those are two overrated safeties. I think at the end, Hafunga and Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I, I totally agree. Uh, and then the cornerbacks. Number one, Patrick Sertan, Cowboys target. Number two, Darius Slay. Big number K. three, Jair Alexander. Put some respect on my name. Skip Shut down, down uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he yeah, did. Good player. Number four, too much sauce, Gardner. Okay. Really good player. Come on, five. Tariq Wolin. Mm. That was I'll UTSA what, stand up, go birds. I'll tell you what, that that was something a tall, long, rangy corner. How could you not like Wolin? All right, as let's a player? let's mm. get into this. Some birdies told me. Uh oh. Bobby Birdie. Bell. It was me. It was me. Mm-hmm. It was Bobby. That you your show is trying to run Trayvon Diggs out of town. Diggs recently unfollowed the Cowboys. Oh yeah, because he could get great, his negotiation for his next deal. Great negotiation ploy. Let me unfollow the team like everyone does. Uh, and then of course he had to respond to people like me making fun of his tackling effort in the 49er game, saying mm-hmm. career high in tackles this year. That was Diggs on Twitter. 
What's y'all's approach? Who's on what side of trying to run Diggs out of here? I don't think it's the. I don't think it's run out of here. I think we're bringing up the same concerns you have with when you start to talk about the physicality which he plays with. You know, that's the thing. You know, to me, when you have an opportunity, yes, you can make turnovers, you can create turnovers, you can knock passes down. But there comes a certain point in time in the game where you also need to make a play to get off the field. He's had a couple of those situations in games where a third and seven opportunity to get off the field, can't make the tackle ahead of the sticks. You know, has an opportunity to knock the ball potentially. That's a huge play to Kittle down the middle of the field. Really turn the game around. Yes. You know, I'm not asking you to go in there and, and just, you know, you, you have to go in there and not close your eyes and miss on there. So I think so there's... So what's y'all's, like, stance, like, or is this a new payment thing or not paying him? I think it's a situation that if you're going to pay him, are you going to worry about how he plays? Is it only going to get worse when it comes to I'm not really interested in playing and being a complete player? That's where I feel like that, you know, to me, we ask these quarterbacks, these guys that play, go be a complete player. Go be the guy. Go be the guy that's doing more. You know, the guys to me on defense that we're talking about, you know, Micah Parsons, Go sack the quarterback. Go knock a ball loose. Go knock a pass down. Go, you know, go be that guy. I think that's the issues that our show has with Diggs is that there is there's that skill set that he has with coverability, but then there's the not the completeness to his game. It, he it, he's a baiter, right? Basically, he's, he baits. He tries to bait the quarterback. He does. How good is he at it? Well, he's a master uh, at it, I think, Bobby. Wow, that's um, cool. This is harsh. What I'm about to say, I'm, I'll try to think of how to like soften it in a little bit, but. Ultimately, I don't care about the extra stuff when it comes to, like, can he cover? Does he create turnovers? Do I trust him covering their best receiver? Mm -hmm. The tackling stuff on top, I agree with the physicality. I've No one's made fun of him more than me for whiffing on Kittle. That was soft. Yeah. Uh, the tackling was a problem throughout the year. All right. justified. But on my, on my list of, it, it's kind of like the girlfriend, right? Like, is she sweet? Is she nice? Is she thoughtful? Does she maybe, like, cook the best? You know, where is that on my list of priorities? You know, you can't have everything. My wife is everything, sweetheart, in case you're waking up. Mine, too. Uh, Bobby's as well. <laughs> but Sarah is as well. That, yes, she the, is. The knocks on digs, let's not let that overshadow the most important thing, the rarity of the position. You pay him big-time money because he covers receivers and takes the football. But how away. is the how is he get so his his tendency to bait? How is that as he ages going to play when his catch up speed isn't the same? I, I don't think I don't think he's. I think if you look at the way he played this year, he did not bait the way he did the year before. Yeah, I, I don't think he, I don't think he played football the same way. I think he did adjust. I think he did try and and change some things up. Um, what I'm trying to say is let's not over punish him for. I'm not factoring in the Kittle stuff whatsoever to paying him. And I'm not factoring in a tackle he doesn't make in space on third and seven to paying him. I'm not factoring that in. It's it's just too important. The problem is he's capable of it. If you watch, we go back and always talk about there was a third down play and a fourth down play in the Cincinnati game in week two where he where across the middle he made two tackles. So if you're capable of doing that, I think you have to. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, we can't be I'm, without him. But but that we can't be without him. No no, I'm in a situation right now. I'm just telling you this. I think when you have the opportunity to get off the field on third and seven, you have to get off the field. That drive, fortunately, it it, it you know the the 
Buccaneers got down into scoring. Yes, you got a curse interception on the play, but the drive was extended because of your willingness not to step up and make a tackle. That's the thing. That's the only thing. I'm, I'm not asking him to be a guy that eats glass. I'm asking him just when he when he has the opportunity to step up and make a play, whether it's forcing a run and getting them off the field, that's all I'm asking. They're going to pay the guy. But, you know, just mm. know that if you – So know, you guys aren't trying to say don't pay him. You're just trying to improve his game. I, I'm just – I'm trying to I'm trying to sit there and I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm looking at corners right now, whether it's Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State or Cam Smith from South Carolina or Deontay Banks from Maryland. I'm looking at these guys and I'm watching – I'll throw another guy, Tariq Stevenson from Miami. I'm watching guys step up and make plays. Not only can they cover, but uh, they step up and make plays. I, I got too much of a known thing. Where yeah. do you stand? And and who on G bag? You pay digs. Like like I mean the fact. Okay, I understand he misses tackles every now and then. That's frustrating. He's not as physical as you want to be. I'll take the uh like one or two or three guys on the planet who can shut down Justin Jefferson, who who has done it and who has shut down Terry McLaurin and. Like you know, I'll I'll take that over some of the physicality issues, but I but think I, know, I think that's, I think that's where you're at. I think that's where you're at on no. digs. Dawson and Chiavala flat out said, "Pick a quarterback at 26, so you don't re-sign Trayvon Diggs." They yeah. won him gone. I disagree with that. Well, th- th- if you're gonna if you're not gonna re-sign him, then you absolutely have to trade him right now. I would tra- yeah. If you're not gonna re-sign him, I'd trade him. You cannot but go and re-sign yeah. him. If you're not gonna re-sign him. You cannot lose him for nothing. You have to get a. Uh, you got to do the Jalen Ramsey thing if you're not going to resign. Absolutely. Him. Who's going to bet on the Super Bowl? Not me. Who is interested in LeBron breaking the all time record? Let's talk a little bit about the business of sports, calling all you BetQL gambling degenerates. Darren Ravel, the villain of his profession, joins us next right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 